Welcome back to United We Nerd Reviews, The Last of Us, HBO series. Uh, my name is, of course, Brian. Along with me is Joel and Marcelo. Guys. What's up? Morning. We, we've been away for a little bit. We've had some uh, scheduling conflicts, mostly due to Mother Nature. Um, but we're back. And for this episode, we decided we're going to be doing a, a double header. We're going to be talking about episodes five and six of The Last of Us. Mm. Of course, before we get into that, we'll kind of do some spoiler free uh, kind of like first off impressions about uh, both episodes. So, uh, Joel, how about you tell us your first impressions about episode five? Um, I know it's a big deviation from the game, but well, some parts I. I Really enjoyed what they did. Um, having played through that part in the game as well, it was really interesting to see the choices they made. And um, it they just again, I'm just taken aback at how well they've taken this medium and made it for viewing. And it was a great episode. And um, it's hard. About so you, guys. you, uh, you, you finally passed that part in the game in your playthrough now, Joel. Yes. Yeah. So are, I get, you, are you pretty caught up with uh, with where you're at with the game with the with the show? You think pretty much we're past the part with David. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, that's right. Um, so Marcelo, how about you? What, what are your non spoiler spoilery impressions about episode five? Sure. I mean, uh, great episode, great uh, makeup, prosthetic work with the. Mm -hmm. uh, with mm. the infected uh the bloater of course was what we wanted in a little bit more i feel i think it was really well represented in the show like it was it had that terror factor that you were expecting you know mm -hmm. uh and of course the the ending uh was just as was just as emotionally powerful as it was in the game and it was still you know you again for people who know the game like you you were expecting it to come but it still sucks like yeah. Still, yeah. Still sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was great. It was a good. It was a good episode. Great. Um, because I had I had felt like maybe the previous episode was a little bit of a lull as we kind of again it's all like kind of. Mm hmm. So you cut out for me. I, don't know I think I a, think you muted yourself. Thing yeah, on I my end. It might be. Uh -oh. <laughs> Oops. I was like, oh no! Was like, oh, going dark <laughs> over here. Instinctual. I know, I, know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I tapped the top of my mic since since I, you know I moved it down now, so now it's now it's not like my my chin level. But yeah, no, really fun episode. I don't know what the last thing you guys heard was, but basically saying how uh, they were able to make it as impactful as the game. Yeah, yeah. So really enjoyed a lot of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, gosh, guys, we're almost done with season one. I know we're we're almost done with fucking uh, the first part <laughs> of the story. Um, but yeah, uh, we have been on a ride so far. I kind of do agree that this episode was better than the last one, but I think because they spent most of episode four just kind of um, doing the build up for this episode. Yeah, and I, yeah. I do think a lot of things pay off. There's one thing I'm still kind of iffy about, but we will get into that in the spoiler mm -hmm. section. But before uh, we dive into spoilers, uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, you can 
Watch us live on twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, where you can be a part of the chat, a part of the conversation. And you can also uh, listen to us on podcast services uh, wherever you can listen to podcasts. And can watch the VOD on youtube.com forward slash at United We Nerd. Of course, uh, we are going to be doing the rest of Last of Us. And of course, we will also be doing uh, Ant-Man Quantum Mania, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantum Mania, oh, yeah. pretty soon. So look forward to that. But for now, let's dive into spoilers. So, been warned. You have been warned. How how much did it hurt you guys <laughs> at the at the end? How yeah, much? I mean. It was just as impactful, like I said, it was just as impactful as it was in the game, but even more so just because, you know, in in the show, uh, he's deaf, right? So, which is a little that, bit yeah. different. So, you know, that was... So, not only that, not only was he deaf, but also apparently Sam had cancer at some point. Hmm. I didn't catch that, really? Yeah, so I, I guess I'll kind of just go into this. Um, so one of the so the whole we find out the whole big reason why Kathleen was so adamant about finding like Henry and Sam is because apparently uh, Kathleen's brother decided to try to smuggle um, basically the the chemo pills. Mm. for Sam and then he got caught by Fedra which ended up getting him killed and so that's why Kathleen has been on this like revenge rampage to try to find Henry gotcha okay that makes sense I, yeah for some reason I totally missed that whole it was, ve it, whole it was very like quick because like they they mentioned like halfway through the episode Henry like mentions like what Kathleen did for for Sam, and then they touch on it a little bit near the climax of the episode. Mm -hmm. But this, this, um, I kind of wanted to bring up because I remember our last review for episode four. I, I mentioned how I was kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know about Ka like Kathleen as a character, like yet, and I was hoping that this episode would kind of help me, uh maybe like change my opinion a little bit um mm -hmm. there's some things that you know change my opinion a little bit but i still kind of linger on the two facts is like okay so she becomes the de facto leader of this group of like resistance fighters right mm -hmm. i don't know about if i just missed something or not but i still kind of don't see why she became the leader of the group like okay. they never, they never really. To me, they didn't like show, like why out of everybody she got appointed to be like the head person of you know the yeah. resistance, because f from what I've seen of her is like she, she acts on rationale that's kind of like, you know, for her, only her benefit and not for the group's benefit, about like finding Henry and Sam, but then also like. The last episode when they found like the that fucking pit 
that was starting to crumble. And it's like, oh, we'll worry about this later. Like, let's, don't, don't don't tell anybody about it. It's like, okay. If I was like the leader of a group, wouldn't, wouldn't you want like somebody who like focuses on the group? Yeah. You know, and it seems like she was like doing everything based off of like her selfish need for revenge. And it's like, even um, Terry, uh, yeah, her, no, Terry, right? Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even like there's points where like he was just kind of like, all right. Even though, like, in this episode, they had that conversation about, like, hey, we're, it's like, we're following your lead. And it's like, we, it's like, it's like, we loved your brother, but, like, we follow you. And it's like, but why? Like, I don't, I don't know if it was just, like, a time restraint or, you know, they didn't really want to, like, try to focus too much on this character since, surprise, she goes, she, she doesn't last long, you know, in this story. Yeah, boy, boy. <laughs> So, so what do you think is happening now? So just just to jump towards the end of everything, like after mm-hmm. everything happens, what do you think? What do you think happened to that city? Oh, it's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it's fucked. It's done. <laughs> I can't imagine anybody, sur- like if anybody was there, like surviving that. Yeah. Right. Especially if the resistance was the only people left in, in Link in um in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like n- n- no way did they survive that. Like they were, they got overran, dude. <laughs> uh, dude, just like, that, like oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Joel. To say it's very picturesque, post-apocalyptic that ending with we see like which I think is all the resistance, right? That fires, people dying, all the the chaos, the rampage. I, I was just like, yep, they're. They're long gone. <laughs> there, there's no turning back. And they don't even know how to fight the bloater, right? They're like going, like we're just gonna shoot with regular bullets, which kind of know, right? Like it's not how you go yeah. about. So, uh, if anyone's alive, holy shit, like good on them. But yeah, I think that city belongs to that bloater now. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that, that bloater was terrifying, man. Like it came out and it like mm-hmm. it was yeah. just it just came and yeah, and just. It was... Like I feel, I feel bad for Terry. He he got the worst of it, I think. Like Je- Jeffrey Pierce, like did such a great job, but like it was still kind of like, oh shit, like <laughs> the bloater just coming and just like grabbing his head, like Argh! just ripping it's his like fucking face off. Happened to me too. Ujutsu grabs Joel's face, <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, they're gonna do it, and they fucking did it. I was like, uh, oh god. Um, how terrifying. Was it for you guys to see that pit open up and just all of those clickers and runners just pouring out of this like pit from hell, just all like storming out? Because we don't. That's the one thing about the show. We in the game, you don't really see that many infected people like gather up that much. Just but just to see like this giant like wave of just infected just rushing out. Um, I think I, I think that was you know because you don't normally see that. I think that's what really was really really impactful. You know, like all of a sudden you see you see this huge rush of like, I mean I couldn't even count. It was a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like it was very much like World War Z ish esque level of like mm. running out of a pit. So it was like which I really liked World War Z. So <laughs> I was like, oh look at this, this is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, 
I believe for that scene, they actually got a bunch of the uh, mocap people from the Planet of the Apes movies. To that's what they said in the after episode. Yeah, they, they reused to them. do that um, kind of like run out, and they tried to, they tried to get as many people as they could um, to fill in that space before they started adding people with like CG and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but it's like I couldn't. There's just such a mass amount of people who like really knew how to position themselves and just like charge full speed ahead on like hands and knees. Just uh, they, they did a really great job. And then um, shout out to the the little clicker. Um, oh yeah, I I I know they like mentioned her name in the um, after credits, but they basically got this like little kid who's like an expert gymnast and like kind of um and like contortionist and was able just like to fucking that scene where ellie's in the car and like that fucking kid is like flipping backwards and forwards to start trying to climb over like the car seats and shit like, like oh god such a great Scariest was like a Toy Story shirt, or what? It was like a Cookie Monster shirt, or something like that, too. I don't oh, know. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know this. Like I didn't notice that. It was, was like a, it was something very of the time. <laughs> That's interesting. Really quick, did you guys see of the time? Did I send to you guys where technically in that universe, uh, the breakout happened before Episode Three came out, so they never knew the conclusion to. <laughs> The oh no! Return of the King. They never got to watch Return of the King. Yeah, so they never knew how it ended. God, I feel so bad thinking that Attack of the Clones would be the last Star Wars thing made. That's yeah, that, unfortunate. That, uh, thicker was. Oof, I, I was even telling my wife, "It's like we haven't seen like a child zombie or infected yet." And lo and behold, boom! Like the they throw the best at us. You know, it's like yeah. whoa. Hmm. Um, so let's talk about a little bit more of the earlier half of the episode real quick. So sure. we, we kind of start off, um, with a little bit of backstory of the night where the resistance takes over Kansas city. And we see, we see Henry and Sam, who, uh, basically just kind of like trying to like sneak around and survive because they know that they're going to be hunted. Um, and then later, you know, as they're kind of just like moving on to survive, they end up finding the doctor who, uh, we see earlier in episode four being interrogated by Kathleen. And so we find out that, you know, he was harboring the both of them, like trying to keep them safe for a while. And then of course the doctor goes out to try to forage for supplies and stuff and never comes back. So we know what happened to him. And then um, we get to a point where I think is one of the really, really cool ways, really cool, not plot devices, but just kind of like forms of cinematography where we get to see an earlier scene from another character's perspective, because we see the shootout scene from the last episode, but through Henry and Sam's perspective on the, on the other side of the street. So we see the little grocery store market, where Joel and Ellie crash their truck and you see Joel like shooting at some of the resistance fighters from their perspective, which I thought was really cool. 
it's pretty crazy like when you consider the timing of everything like joel and ellie run into these things just like within days of things happening right like yeah uh, like you know maybe bill and frank maybe were dead like a month or something right like they're just like always like running into these situations which is really funny that are like you know the resistance things like now just happening so it's like oh that's why kathleen's like oh they must be working with henry and sam like it's like what cosmic timing for these two who are just trying to get west mm -hmm. seriously just to get to wyoming yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah and then from there we kind of start getting closer to where we left off before where uh, joel and ellie are asleep in a building and something that i think is really cool that they keep kind of like touching on is joel they're making sure they keep consistent with Joel's um, impairments. Because mm -hmm. we, we find out like earlier in the season, it's like, oh, Joel's left ear is pretty much fucked. Yeah. And he can't really hear well out of it. And so what happens, he sets up the, the glass trap to make sure he can hear, but then he ends up sleeping on his left side. And so his bad ear is out. And then Henry and Sam come up on them. Uh, and we get their first reaction of the of the episode. Um, I I think this episode is like one of the first like really good signs of Joel and Ellie's interactions together. Um, just by saying like Joel, say everything's gonna be right. It's like everything is gonna be all right. It's like no, like he's like no. Yeah, she's just like you need to be nice. Like they're like we're friends or whatever. Like you know, she's she's more trusting of everybody than he is. Yeah, it's like though. It's like he just he just naturally sounds like an asshole. <laughs> well, I think he's just you know. I mean, he's dealt with so much. You know, like mm -hmm. he's he's, he's guarded. Ton of people. Yeah, exactly. Very yeah. guarded as fuck. Um. And so we kind of we kind of start getting um into into the thick of the episode where like you know they're explaining their situations and you know they're trying to figure out a way out and they pretty much uh get a plan to basically go under the bank building mm -hmm. and take the tunnels and take the tunnels out and for us that have played the game know that this is where things get a little interesting because the tunnels is where you know it can be very dangerous because uh henry tells uh joel that hey when fedra is still in charge um they pushed all the infected underground and then they would go down there to try to clear them out but he said that's been about you know a few years right and so now it's like okay well what's down there and so we kind of we kind of get this interesting thing where it's like a little not not deviation, but they go down there and it's perfectly fine. You know, there's nothing. There's they don't get attacked by anything. You know, it seems all clear. And then we get to the little uh, daycare, underground daycare area from uh, the game. Fuck the daycare in the game. Fuck that place. <laughs> Hate it. Hate those seekers. Whatever they're called. Fuck them. Yeah, and that was that was interesting because 
this ended up being one of the more lighthearted parts of the episode, which is really in contrast to like the game, like the game was like kind of like, oh shit, you know, there could be something around the corner where this one's like, they got a chance to just kind of, you know, relax and like take a break. And like you see Ellie and Sam kind of like playing around and like doing other things. And then Henry and, uh, and Joel get to have a conversation. Basically, um, throughout the series, we've seen Joel get into conversations with other people, basically kind of, um, in a way, explaining to him, but also kind of explaining to the audience kind of what Joel needs to hear, even though he doesn't want to hear it, where Henry kind of explains a part of Joel's character to him, where it's like, hey... It's like, I'm not a bad guy, but I do bad things, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and that kind of like for people that know the story, that kind of foreshadows the future a little bit more, you know, and it's just kind of like a cool conversation. Um, but yeah, uh, so far, like, how do you guys think of the pacing of this episode so far? Like. Did you guys think that, you know, there could have been a little bit more added here or was it like good enough? Uh, Marcelo, I'll, I'll throw it to you first. I mean, I think the pacing for this episode was pretty good. Uh, I didn't have any problems with like, you know, like, you know, you, they just kind of found the daycare and they just kind of stayed there. They, they didn't encounter any issues in the sewers. And I think that's OK. Um I mean, I, I guess the difference, of course, is like when you when they get out of the sewers and they're walking through the neighborhood, of course, the game, that's all gameplay in the game. Right. So like that whole sniper part, everything, all that, all of that just kind of is a little bit felt a little bit more. In the game, it felt a little bit more high stakes than it did than it did in the show. I don't know if that makes sense. At least it felt like that way to me, just because it didn't seem. uh yeah, it just didn't feel as high stakes in the show as it did in the game, but of course for obvious reasons, right? Because they mm-hmm. can build tension in the game and stuff like that. But I didn't have any issues with it. It was just definitely something that I definitely noticed uh, with what was happening. So, right. Um, speaking of the sniper, I kind of, I kind of liked their reasoning for why the sniper was such a bad shot, because in the game, like you said, like that scene is more intense because a sniper is very on you and you really have to pay attention to kind of get into in and out of cover within a time period. But um, we we find out the reason why the sniper is such a bad shot and Joel's able to get through it pretty easily. It's because he was an old man. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't a seasoned sniper. He was just kind of up there doing his job on a post. And then... We get, we get to this interaction that's a little different from the game because of the situation. And um, you kind of see Joel being more, um, for lack of a better term, like thoughtful about the situation. And it's like he, he knows that like, oh, this is just like some old guy. And then he, the show does really well of kind of showing people's intent through their expression. And, like, you could tell that the old guy is just, like, he's kind of just done with everything. Like, he doesn't want to He doesn't want to be there. And so Joel notices that. And, you know, is, like, kind of pleading with him. It's like, hey, just 
put the gun down. It's like, let's let, let us through, you know, you don't have to do anything. Just look the other way. And then the guy's just like, he's like, I don't, it's like, I don't want to do this, but you know, I'm, I'm, I have to do this one way or another. And like, you know, they have that, you know, off screen, uh, shootout or <laughs> not really a shootout. It was more kind of like a, like an assisted execution at that, at that fucking point. Yeah, you know, and and he gave him the chance. He was like, "Please, like, don't make me do this, right?" He was like, "Please, just just walk yeah. away, just walk yep. away." Yeah. And well, you know, shit happens. Yeah, um, Joel, I wanted to ask you this: like, how do you like up and up until this point, like, not thinking about episode six? Um, how do you think they're doing um, well or not? Uh, Joel's kind of showing more of his emotions or just kind of his his intent between the game because you're playing the game at, like right now so I think yeah. out of the three of us you're you can like point out more of like the intention of Joel like in the game of course you're more action-packed a lot of time but in here do you think that they're doing a good job of kind of showing Joel's like mental processes at, at these pivotal points in like in time yeah i think they're doing really well for the game yeah it's more action you're doing stuff and i feel like the joel in last of us he's more oh getting a little more volatile a little quick to anger this one is more methodical hesitant and but still has those qualities of like you know we're doing it my way there's a reason why i do it and i'm an asshole for a reason but He's, you know, being with Ellie in both, he's becoming more thoughtful, you know, more understanding. He's trying to, op you know, he's opening up, I think, more in the show than in the game. And even mm -hmm. just that scene, you were talking about the sniper scene. That took me away. I was just, he was just like, please don't. And of course, the sniper makes a choice, right? It was just like, that was just great. Because in the game, it's just, he's just an asshole. You kill the sniper, done. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, he, he, you know, I didn't expect that from Joel at all, to be honest. I thought he was just going to kill him right there because I wasn't expecting an old guy either. But he, he gives him a chance, like and a fair chance too. He's like, just put down, walk away. But we know what happens, right? So, mm -hmm. um, I think they're doing great, and we're going to see more of that emotional buildup and thought process in the next episode too. But oh yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. Playing, I actually saw episode five first and then did the sniper scene oh okay the game so it was cool to see it back to back like that and the parallels are really cool but um i like how they integrated the underground um daycare sniper scene all in one episode that was that was really something um again fuck the underground daycare though i hate that <laughs> level i'm never going back to that level um i you, uh, oh but, yeah. yeah yeah there you go um so from there of course um you know after joel takes care of the sniper we find that the sniper already made the call to kathleen saying like hey they're they're trying to fucking escape you know bring in the cavalry and once joel realizes that uh you see this big huge like plow truck ripping through <laughs> uh the street yeah, which was wild shit yeah that's what i was thinking it's like damn this is fucking very mad max like just like rip it like and apparently that was all that was all done live 
Like they they had to really like try to get that done in one take because they were working so with they were working at night um, to do these scenes. Like this wasn't like on like a soundstage or like done like in post credit. Like they they were filming at night to get like the the perfect like kind of setting for this uh, portion of the episode. So they they really had to nail it, and I think they did. Just like them ripping down the street, and then you know. Ellie, uh, Henry, and Sam trying to get out of the way, and then yep. jo- Joel, with like, even with like a busted hand, you know, a whole bunch of other problems he's going through, he fucking nails his shots better than I think any of us could do in the game. Takes out the driver, and the the car veers off into a, a house, and then explodes. Um, and then of course back to what we kind of started off with, um, you know, slowly, um, the group gets surrounded and Kathleen is kind of, um, you know, trying to, you know, egg out, um, uh, Henry. And of course, Henry starts to, um, decides to kind of pop out to kind of try to save Sam and Ellie. And then where I was talking before that we kind of, um, they kind of bring back to the point of uh, Kathleen's brother, you know, saying how like, uh, you know, Sam had Sam had cancer and her brother was trying to help him and he got caught. And then I feel like this is the moment where they tried this to make Kathleen become like the uber villain of the episode because it's like, it's like, you know, Sam was already dying. It's like, what's, you know, what's like one child compared to like, you know, everything else? It's like, okay, really? It's like, all right. Like, I understand that you're probably going away soon and you have to become like the, the most uber villain possible. But it's just like, like this, I don't know. I, I kind of have a hard time, like really getting down with Kathleen as a character. And I guess that's the point. You're not supposed to really like her that much. Um, He's a fascist. Yeah, it, it was it was a point that they um, I think Neil and Craig were talking about in one of their podcasts where it's like um, it's like, what do you expect would happen? Like if you're trying to take down like a fascist, like like dictatorship government, it will most likely just get replaced with another version of that. And that's what kind of happened mm-hmm. in their case. And, um, of course, you know, uh, Kathleen has Henry on gunpoint, but then you start to hear a little whirring sound. And then in the, in the background, the truck starts to tip over and the ground starts to cave in and fall in. And then of course, all of the clickers start to pour out of the hole and then the bloater comes out and then the bloater is just taking everything like a champ because <laughs> it's a bloater. Yep. And then we get the whole action scene where, you know, Henry and Sam are trying to, like, get out of the way. Um, Ellie gets kind of separated. But then we have this cool, like, straight out of, like, the video game, like, style. Just, like, Ellie and Joel, like, in perfect sync. Like, they don't communicate together. Like, they're just on it. Ellie's running through the street and Joel's just, like, taking out any clicker, anybody that's getting close to her. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, it was so good. 
Um, yeah, it was really. Well, I mean, that definitely you could definitely feel the tension in that as she's like running through the crowd. But you could. It's so funny because you can definitely see those moments of like the plot armor, right? Like, come on, <laughs> that, yeah, that little bubble around Ellie. Yeah, really know that something would have like definitely happened. There was no way she was going to be able to get out of that. But uh, you know, it was cool. You know, it was great to see her. You know, stepping up and like wanting to, you know help and not just ditch like henry and sam like she was willing to risk herself to help them so mm -hmm. and um of course we, we we see all that action going down and we get to the point where they're about to get free and you know kathleen catches up and you know is pretty much prepared to like wipe them out but hey who cares if one kid's or what who one kid dies or not well apparently the, the the child clicker did and comes out from behind kathleen and like starts just mauling her to death oh that was great yeah that was so good it was it was really quick karma it's 23 baby x23 um so um yeah and then you know they escape they find a place to hide like a little motel to hide in and then they kind of just like relaxing and then this is where we get to the sad part <laughs> the part that we all knew that was coming um so uh the sex are really interesting it's it's a little different um so uh sam and ellie go to bed and they get put into a separate room and from there we see then talking a little bit, and then Sam starts to write on his little etched sketch pad. Basically, say, um, asking Ellie, it's like, oh, do you, are you afraid of anything? And then Ellie kind of like jokes around at first, it's like, oh, scorpions, you know? And then <laughs> I appreciate Sam had that, that look on his face, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, okay. And then, yep. and then she's, uh, Ellie starts to get a little bit more, um, you know, open with Sam is like, yeah, I'm I'm actually really afraid to be alone. And Joel, can you confirm whether or not that something like this happened in the game? Did did Ellie be like that open with Sam in the game? I forget. Honestly, I I, I don't think she did. Actually, yeah. I don't I don't think she did. She definitely didn't cut her hand and rub her no, blood yeah. on his cut. Definitely, definitely not. Didn't uh, happen. That didn't happen. Um, I think that was all for the show. I don't mm. think I don't think she was honest with him. Right. Yeah, they just had a little back and forth, you know, kids being there for each other kind of thing, and mm. um, it. But it's it's because I saw episode five first, and then I did that mission. Just the parallel and the hurt was just yeah, bad, man. It's it because uh, it's like a faithful <laughs> recreation that's still. It still, it still hurts. It still hurts. It still hurts. It's it's painful. Like I, I, God. I well, I was telling our friend Rian last night, saying it's like, yeah, it's like I knew every every plot point that was coming up in the show, and they still figured out a way to like get me feel anxious still, like yeah, before yeah. the moment happens. Um, yeah. So of course, you know, you know, after after Ellie says that, Sam's like, do you think that? Like the people that get infected are still them inside. And then that's when Sam shows her that he got bit on the leg. And then 
this is at the point where uh, we start to see Ellie tr maybe tr trying to, uh, not trying, but is starting to believe that, you know, she might be the cure for humanity. And like, and like you said, Joel, he, she like opens up her hand or Marcel said that, uh, opened up her hand and then tried to do kind of like this blood transfusion thing on the wound. Some Morbius shit. And it's like, and telling Sam's like, my blood's medicine and like, don't worry about it. And then like, Sam's like, oh, would you stay up with me overnight? And she's like, yes, but of course they're kids. So she falls asleep mm -hmm. and wakes up in the morning and see pretty much like the, you know, the, the signs of doom, like Sam's sitting at the corner of the bed. Yep. You know? And it's great because, you know, well, that's not great, but um, because since Sam in this game is deaf, right? You can't, Ellie couldn't just like call out to him like she does in the game. Um, so Ellie had to get close to him and like kind of like tap him on the shoulder. And then once she does that, she realizes, oh shit, he's, you know, he's gone, he's infected. And of course, they have that big tumble and they kind of, uh, have the whole big situation where Joel tries to do something. Henry pulls out his gun and like, you know, stops Joel from approaching. And, um, you know, they have the whole big situation where Henry has to shoot Sam or he, he takes it upon himself to shoot Sam. And yeah, that, that scene was crazy, man. Cause again, you kind of see, he had done so much to like protect him in the city and all of a sudden they get out and within hours of being outside the city, he, he gets infected and dies. That whole scene was, Oh man. Like yeah. what do you do as a, what do you do as a, as a brother or family member? Right. It's rough. Yeah. Cause like you get, you get the whole idea where, you know, Henry, like you said, he's been like protecting Sam this whole time, but of course, since like he he knows that Sam has like gotten he's infected and like he's gone, and so it's like he has to take it upon he like he didn't want Joel to take care of it. He felt like it was his duty his duty as Sam's protector to take him out, which is fucking horrible, um, yeah. and of course. We all know, like, because of that, uh, you know, Henry uh, pretty much, you know, takes himself out. Um, what I thought was interesting, though, is that in the game, Henry was more maybe just out of, like, sheer, like, stress and, like, sadness. He was kind of, like, vocalizing blame onto, like, Joel and, and Ellie. Because he was like, oh, it's your fault. It's like, it's your fault. But in the show, they actually do a very interesting um, switch on that where Henry is more so kind of like self, not internalizing, but he's kind of, he's blaming himself. It's like, it's like, what have I done? You know, it's like he was more, he was, it seemed like he was more going on instinct than anything because like at that split second, he wasn't seeing his brother anymore. He was seeing like a, he was seeing an infected and then he kind of sniffs back into it. And he's like, Oh shit. You know, the one thing that I was 
like my one job in this world was to protect my brother and now i took him out and so what the fuck do i do and of course we get you know that that same tragic scene um and we get to them burying them of course and something that i thought was uh an interesting touch where Earlier, we kind of had this kind of same situation where, you know, we had Tess die in episode two. And Joel was the one that's just like, we need to keep moving. We need to go. And then Ellie was the one that was kind of lagging behind. Where now we kind of have the roles reversed. And we have Ellie, you know, drops the Sam's pad on his grave saying, I'm sorry. And then she's just like immediately walking away. And Joel's the one that's kind of standing there just being like trying to you know, contemplate just what happened. So they're both getting to kind of experience each other's roles in this, in this kind of situation. Um, and from there, that's where the episode ends. Um, so yeah, episode five guys. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Um, is there anything else you guys want to touch on for episode five before we go into episode six? Marcelo, you are muted, my boy. Oh man, that button is the is the death of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and now just again, really good episode. Uh they're doing such a good job in this show of really uh of really having emotional moments that really resonate you know like them burying that whole thing and her writing i'm sorry on that board and laying it on top oh man you're killing me mm -hmm. that was crazy but um no just it was a nice uptick from the from the previous episode it, it, it was a good kind of like change mm -hmm. so um i guess before we kind of uh leave this episode i just want to give a shout out to lamar johnson and uh kevon woodward for just playing like two every like two of the most like i would say prolific characters of of part one um uh you know lamar johnson playing henry and then kevon woodward playing sam and i believe it's kevon's first actual like acting role Wow. Uh, well, it says here on IMDb he has one l little role in uh, Seeds of Hope. Mm -hmm. But this is pretty much like his only other like big acting role. And um, they actually had to teach um, some of the actors that do sign language on set to kind of uh do these scenes and kind of act with them and um it sh it shows that everybody like took the time to like kind of like you know learn their due diligence and like it just made for a better performance from everybody just kind of like everything seemed seamless as far as like how everybody interacted with each other and how the acting in this episode went off and it was it was done really well Crazy for your first time, and and you know being deaf and stuff like that. I'm so curious to see how that would translate on 
like in filming like what that process was for him because you know that was was really good whatever it was mm-hmm. okay so how about we uh hop right into episode six mm-hmm. so this this is the one of the episodes i was kind of waiting for because this is the episode where we're shifting into winter time you know we're they're trucking through getting to wyoming and we actually get to see joel and ellie bond a little bit because they between episode five and this it's been three months so there's been a three month like time gap between the end of episode five and now. And so they've just gotten to kind of just um, be together and just like kind of like grow the relationship a little bit more. It'd be pretty crazy <clears throat> to go this much time together and not at some point have and yeah. like bond, right? Like Joel is trying everything yeah. he can not to connect with this girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, we just we just get to see them kind of just, you know, be more friendly to each other, you know, tr- being having more of a relationship. And it's just really nice to see. And um, of course, they start getting closer to uh, the town in Wyoming. And of course, we get to see the dam, which if you guys remember the game, the dam is probably one of the mm-hmm. most fucked up parts of the game just as far as just like stress um Mm. and it was kind of they had this little funny thing it's like you're like oh it's a dam it's like ellie's like oh that's something they used to make electricity right and it's like how does it work and joel's like i have no fucking idea don't ask me don't ask me and ellie's like you could have told me anything and i would have believed you um But no, um, I think we, was it before this where they actually have a conversation at a campfire where, um, they actually have a conversation where Ellie's like, asked Joel, it's like, what is like, if this whole, if this whole thing like were to get better, it's like, well, it's like, what would you do with your life? And like, Joel's like, I don't know, I'd be like on a farm raising sheep or something like that. That did happen before. And then and then Ellie uh, says, like, oh, I would want to be an astronaut, which was cool because um, that wasn't that wasn't really an ex- a, a conversation they had in the game. It was something that you get to see in part two um, with that. So it was kind of nice that they're throwing in little like building blocks for that kind of like interaction later on. And of course, um, Joel was like, all right, let's get some, you get some sleep. And it's like, it's like, I'll take watch. And it's like, okay, I'll take second watch. It's like, no, you sleep. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the whole night. And then, you know, turns out Joel does fall asleep and Ellie takes point. And then, you know, Joel like feels like shit because it's like another little failure on his part. He like, he failed to kind of like stay up, but Ellie's like, no dude, like you taught me how to do this. Like I could do this. Um, did we totally skip over the Oh shit, the we did. Wow. Yeah, I was going to I was going to let you finish so rewind back to that. That so, was such a that finish. was such a primo scene too. I that forgot. Scene yeah. Gold. So yeah. 
the episode you're right the episode starts at this cabin and they have this guy coming back from a hunt and he goes in the cabin and he finds his wife there sitting on the chair and joel is just hanging out there you know with his gun out and it's just like this uh cute little day of american couple that you know they start having conversation joel's just trying to interrogate them for information about a a camp in wyoming and the wife was like the most charming fucking thing <laughs> about this sequence because it looked like like she really didn't have a care in the world mm. you know like um <laughs> what ellie was talking about, was like it's like we're trying to look for the fireflies and it's like oh those don't come out until the summertime <laughs> and it's like no we're t no the fireflies are people that there's firefly people <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking oh that was so good oh we get those in the summer oh that this whole scene was such yeah it was so well done like the the two actors of course were amazing they were so, it was such a funny like exchange just because mm. you know she because she was like oh because he's like you made them soup you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> Maybe because Joel's a gun pointed at them. Even then, he's not like fully pointing. He's like kind of like chill about it. He's like, yeah, mm -hmm. right. But it's like they've just been. He's they've just you know they've been minding their own business. They're not hurting anybody. They're just living alone. Which you know, in 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 that environment, it just seems like the perfect thing to do. You just hole up in a cabin somewhere. You live off the land. You make it work, and you know mm. you don't get much trouble there. Nobody's gonna go out there and. Oh god, that was so good. And yeah, then she it was steals great. Her, I just felt bad for them because Ellie steals a rabbit. Like, yeah, the rabbit like, that what? he, the rabbit that the dude literally just came back from hunting for. Yeah. Um, but of course they kind of they kind of do a little bit of you know preamble where it's like, hey, it's like what's west of the river? It's like, oh, that's the river of death. You don't want to go there. You know, like, like we don't know what goes on there all we know is that there's dead bodies there some of them are infected some of them are just people you know we don't we don't go past that point so um if your brother's there he's probably dead you know the be the best way to get over there is to go east and it's like yeah. oh well they're not going to do that that. Yeah, that was good yeah. that was good um so to kind of fast forward back again of course they get closer to the the place that they're going and then all of a sudden they get a bunch of people on horseback running running in and they get surrounded and of course they meet some of the townspeople um uh, oh man talk about that pressure building with the with the scent dog man the scent, oh yeah, yeah. like like the one that can smell the infected which was really crazy yeah. i'm it's so interesting to see how, like, because, you know, Ellie didn't, Ellie didn't trigger the dog, right? So it's like. But that was the thing, because we, we see, yeah. we see Joel starting to get into that, that He's state like again. Panicking. Yeah, he was like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the, that's the one thing we didn't talk about. When they left the cabin, Joel literally has a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, he had the thing where, like, his, his hearing gets kind of deaf and he's just kind of like, He's like, he's just kind of like, he couldn't 
breathe and i was like are you having a heart attack and it's like and joel's like nah it's just you know it's just my age and it's like all right but like he's just standing there you know like not knowing what to do and you know what that is right you, you know what that is it's not a panic attack it's love he's mm. like the Grinch. his heart grows <laughs> i hate this <laughs> i fucking hate this no but it's like it was so, it was so like intense because we know that like a, a scanner picks up that she's been bit so it's like what about mm-hmm. this dog and then you know it turns out everything's fine you know the dog is just like very like nice and you know starts licking ellie and ellie's like petting the dog and it's like all right well that you know that kind of flew over and it's like all right um i'm trying to re- i'm trying to remember the actor's name the kind of like pseudo leader of the group uh was it maria uh the one in charge of the camp yeah talking about tommy's wife yeah Yeah, maria it's maria so we get maria um kind of bring him in and they go uh you know basically saying like oh who are you it's like it's like it's like i'm joel it's like my brother's in there and so they get into the little town and we we see jackson for the first time in live action um basically the thriving little township that they have there every like you walk in and everything seems like it hasn't been touched by you know the effects of the outside world pretty much they have they have their little town they have electricity running water like they have a little farm there and there there's people like setting up christmas decorations it it looks like the perfect little like country town did and you like the little did you like the little the little Dina uh like uh Easter egg there? Oh, the 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 one that they would not confirm nor deny. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was like, all right, that's that's nice that's a nice little touch. Um but yeah, we, we get we get this interaction uh where Joel and Tommy uh reunite. And it was really interesting. And of course, um, Joel, with his his thought process, is like, oh, I, I came to save you. And it's like, and so you kind of look around. It's like saving him from what, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, we we get that um, that interaction in the, 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 the dining hall, which is really cool because they pretty much recreated the dining hall from the beginning of part two. Where they're having that little gathering it's it's literally like the same structure wise like area and it was really neat and of course yeah we get we get the little person peeking and it's like oh was that dina it's like it's like little little uh easter egg there because um not to spoil part two but they have a little quick conversation like in mid gameplay kind of mentioning that Dina was kind of like watching Ellie when she first arrived in Jackson. So it's kind of like, oh, oh, connecting, connecting things a little bit. Um, and so, of course, after that, um, we have a little split. Um, Maria takes Ellie back to their place. 
to kind of like have her clean off and get her some new clothes. And then Joel and Tommy have a little bit of time to talk to each other a little bit. And, you know, they have a conversation about what's happening and they go to a bar and we pretty much, uh, you see that Joel is not being super truthful with Tommy at the moment. Cause Tommy has like a house test and is like, Oh, she's all right. You know, t like Joel is still kind of like keeping it close to his chest a little bit. Cause like, he doesn't want to like talk about it. So he's just trying to give him like short answers mm. and stuff like that. And you know, they have this big conversation about, you know, Hey, you know, we, we've been looking for you and it's like, you're here now. And then like, it's kind of like showing the conflict of their ideals at this point. Cause like Tommy has like a life now. It's like, he's married to Maria. They're going to have a baby. Um, like it's pretty much like the perfect town to be in. And of course, Joel's trying to like reap on the past. It's like, Hey, we did a lot of bad things. And it's like, yeah, we did a lot of bad things, but it's the only thing that we knew how to do. Yeah. And like Tommy was trying to give his point across, like, but there are other ways to do it. We just didn't know how to do those things. And so it was different. And then of course they get like into this conflict and argument. Um, and you know, they say some things and like Joel ends up walking out and we get another instance of Joel kind of having like this, like form of like a panic attack until he sees this person that from like, he sees this person from behind that looks like Sarah and he starts having flashbacks of Sarah. And then the kind of that feeling starts to wash away. And then he looks and then he, he notices that it's not Sarah, but it's this person with like a daughter, you know, and it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, this is what I could have had. Mm -hmm. Like he's looking around, everybody's like celebrating like Christmas and stuff like that. And it's like, there's a person that looks like her daughter and she has a daughter. And like, that's when like Joel seems like he's starting to have the gears turning a bit. It's like, oh, this is, this is a life I could have had. You know, um, I, I just want to kind of pause here and just kind of get your guys' opinions on this process that Joel is going through at this moment. Like this is this is a very emotion based episode so far. And like just seeing we've seen Joel like try to keep, you know, a hardened shell. And like this is the episode that we see that shell breaking away at now. And like, I just want to get your guys' opinions on on that process. Yeah, I mean, you, I think what's really crazy, too, is you really start to see kind of in this episode, like, you know, in the game, you know, he wants Tommy once, you know, once he talks to Tommy about what, what's really happening. But you really kind of start to see that he really is trying to separate himself from Ellie in this episode, because like the minute they get to town, they like he like goes in a different direction. They don't really see each other. And Ellie's really quick to pick up on that, I feel. Like she was like, you could have just, you know, if you're going to ditch me, just ditch me. It, that was one thing I didn't notice that, um, cause we, we get to a, we get to a scene where, you know, Joel, Joel and Tommy are talking to each other and I didn't like pick up on this, but 
the scene before that, you see Ellie like walking across the street. And I didn't realize at that moment that she was actually spying on them. But the, but they didn't show that she was like they didn't do a thing where like, oh, she's like in a corner watching. It's like it's like assumed that she finds them and like she's she's listening in onto the conversation. It's like, oh, shit. OK, it's showing that Ellie is like. Like actually like smart and like picks up on things really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but to do on the other side, we have Ellie and Maria. You know, going back to their place and Ellie, you know, gets all cleaned up and she gets uh, some new clothes. She gets um, Ellie gets her new uh, winter clothes from Maria. They're straight from the game, which is great. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she sees a little thing on their, their little mantle and it says Kevin and Sarah. And it has, you know, birth dates and death dates on it. And so. As Maria's cutting uh, Ellie's hair, and it's like, oh, hey, I'm sorry about your kids. And it's like, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, actually, only Kevin was my kid. Uh, Sarah was Joel's kid. And then that's when, like, Ellie's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, and a whole, mm-hmm. and that was really nice because in, in the game, we, we kind of, um, lose track of Ellie for a little bit. So we never really see that moment where Ellie like actually finds out that Joel had a kid. It's only implied that Maria tells her about uh, Sarah. So like we get the, we get the scene of like Ellie, like finding that out that information for herself. And so it's like, it's a, it's a nice little touch. Is it necessary? Mm -hmm. I I don't know, but it's just, it's still nice to have that kind of like connecting uh, little detail. Yeah, it's all the behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't get playing yeah. the game, yeah. right? So it adds just a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Depth. And then yeah. we get the the post-fight conversation of Joel and Tommy, which I think almost I feel like almost dwarfs the the Joel and Ellie conversation later on in this episode, just based off of like the sheer emotion, the emotional breakdown we get from Joel and like, congrats to Pedro Pascal for like, just fucking nailing this entire scene. Cause we get, mm-hmm. we get, um, Joel in this little workshop and he's trying to repair his boots. Cause they're all, like, They've been like showing, yeah. They've been showing through like the past few episodes that Joel's gear is just getting worn the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he just Joel just can't like like fix up his like shit because like he's like he shows like his hands are still fucked up from that fight in the second episode. And mm-hmm. you know, Tommy comes in with a new pair of boots, and then that's when like Joel just finally starts. Joel finally has that breakdown moment where he's like, it's like, I need you to take Ellie because I don't think I can do it. And it's like, I'm old, I'm broken, you know, like Ellie was at risk of it being like torn apart by the, by the dog. And all I did was just stand there and do nothing, you know? And then she, he actually tells, uh, Tommy, it's like, Hey, she can't get infected. Like she might be the cure and I need like, you know, where the fireflies are. 
and I need you to take her there because I can't do it. And he's just like pouring, he's pretty much pouring all of his insecurities and his failures. And it's like, it's like I wake up every day and I can't remember my dreams, but I, I remember waking up feeling like a failure and I lost something. And he's like, ah, oh, you just did such a great fucking job. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, and this is something we didn't get from the game. Like, like Joel, you can, you can, you can attest, like we never, we never get this much, this much of an emotional breakdown from Joel. And I think that's what really sets apart Pedro's performance from uh, Troy's. Yeah. In the game, it's like we find Ellie at an abandoned house. There's like a fight, like breaks out after they like, ha like hash it out. And just like Tommy comes later too. And that's it where this deviates and you have all this great interaction in a place of safety rather of danger. And it's just it's just so well done, and it's like captivating both the this moment and with Ellie later, where I feel like it's it's a faithful recreation, and it's just crazy. I'm just like I'm just taken aback, like I'm breathless. Like they just they nail it and beyond in this episode, mm -hmm. as far as that goes. And again, Joel in the game is kind of he's still a little closed off though. He's not ready to let like he's warming up, I'd say, but not like in this show where he's like he's ready to like start laying it all out to to hopefully move on but at least with his brother right with ellie they're still like you know hacking away at it it's just it's mm -hmm. really good deviations that flow so well in the show and just it just again yeah, just, the mean, show's like even amazing the, even the fight too between ellie and joel mm -hmm. it's pretty intense you know it's that whole moment like i'm not your daughter and yep you're definitely not my daughter that whole thing yeah that, that was all really powerful stuff, you know, like it's just this realization of who they are. But I feel like Joel immediately regrets it, though. Like he's like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, because he's there in the next. Um, but you actually just reminded me of this quick little line when they're in the mess hall where, um, you know, Joel's like, hey, do you mind if you like she, he was talking to Maria? It's like, hey, do you mind if like we have a little privacy? You just want to have a family conversation. Yeah. And then, that, you know, that's when he finds out that, you know, like Tommy and Maria are married. But that's a little moment where he kind of slips out that he he views Ellie as family because he didn't he wasn't like saying that to Ellie. He was saying that to Maria. Yeah. So in that case, like you can kind of tell that Joel's already getting that taste of like, he looks at Ellie as like a family member, even though yeah, a, even though a few episodes ago he was saying that she was cargo. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he's, still, he's still trying to figure it all out. You know, yeah, he's processing. Uh, but yeah, we get after that we get to the the iconic scene of Ellie and Joel kind of like you know hashing shit out. Like Ellie is like, is like you're you're leaving me behind again, you know. And we, of course, we get those like, it's like everyone I've loved has either uh, died or left me. Everyone, the fucking except for you. And they pretty much do it, almost like line for line, except for a few deviations. Where um, I was t I was talking about this with you, Joel, last night, but. Um, I'll tell you, Marcelo. So they changed a little bit of the line or the line delivery for this because they realized that the the difference between the acting for Troy's jewel in the game compared to uh, Pedro's in the 
in the show are two different kinds of Joel. And so they went through with the original lines and they realized that like for Pedro's like performance of Joel, it didn't feel right. It, it felt off. And so they kind of, they kind of altered it based on like how Joel is in this universe of the last of us. And so we kind of get a little bit of deviation because we don't, we don't get those like, Oh, you're, you're treading on some mighty thin ice. Like we don't, we don't get that in the show, but we get, we get this very simple, like, like when, um, when Ellie brings up Sarah, like, like in the episode, Joel says, don't, but like, he doesn't say in an aggressive way, he says it in like a painful way, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a way that we've gotten that delivery from Pedro Pascal before. And it, it works so well in this circumstance because we see, we like hear that pain in Joel. It's like, don't, it's like, don't bring up Sarah. It's like, don't go there, please. And then, you know, everything else like folds out as it does. So like just reiterating, like Pedro Pascal, like just laying, laying it all out in this episode. And we get, we get like a full, like great breakdown of just Joel's character in this episode. Um, and then from there, you know, they kind of get separated again. And then we see kind of Joel on his own and he's kind of having a little bit more, you know, flashbacks of Sarah a little bit. And he's just like contemplating. And then of course the next day comes like Dawn arrives and Tommy comes, gets uh, Ellie and they go to the stable to get a horse. And when they get there, they, they find Joel like preparing the horse. And Joel was like, all right, it's like, I'll give you two options. And then immediately Ellie's like, all right. And throws the bag at Joel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, I was like, he's no like, <laughs> like Ellie has no patience. It's like, I like, let's go. I, yeah. um, but it was just like, it was just like perfect. Cause like after that point, we finally actually get to see Joel and Ellie acting as if they were father and daughter like they got through they got through that big emotional hump and now they're at the reconciling phase and they're finally getting into like this relationship where they they well, feel like he's, starting, he's definitely starting to trust her more right like he teaches her how to mm-hmm. shoot like they're like joking like yeah. oh my god what was them. what was that joke she said it's like um I thought yeah. <laughs> I thought you were teaching me how to shoot, not um how to make out with the rifle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. It was like, oh, but that was so that was such a great delivery. Um Let me ask you guys this. Did you guys expect that we were actually gonna get to the university this episode? So No. Definitely I, I feel not. like they I feel like I didn't think they were gonna get to it, but it also felt to me a little rushed. Maybe, maybe because in the game that whole that whole scene happens, or that whole part of the game is a little bit longer. Because in the game, don't you fight a bloater in the college? You do. Um, I actually we just did that recently. So there there is a bloater and some clicker showdowns. So like, I kind of wish we would have gotten that a little bit, but like they get there and. 
not a lot happens, you know, except like the last 30 seconds with the couple people. Um, you get to see the monkeys. Yeah, you got to see some <laughs> monkeys, but it's like I was like, "Oh shit, they did the monkeys!" When I saw like, yeah, look, 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 the monkeys. Yeah, you just was, I thought there was gonna be more to it, but I guess I mean I guess in the game it's just an action piece, right? With just a little mm-hmm. bit. Of there's there's a lot much. more action in that in that portion just to find out that they're not yeah. there. Yeah, 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 and it's just um, raiders coming for you. So yeah, you know it was all right. Um, I don't know. I'm just now that I'm thinking about it, like that you wanted you know, there to be a little bit more. Wanted there to be a little bit more, and maybe like because you know he gets into the fight with those raiders, and then you know he finds out he gets stabbed with with the broken piece of a baseball bat. I didn't. Yeah. I guess it must have happened so fast I didn't catch that or whatever. Like it was. Sieve. It was definitely one of those things that was supposed to be like a shock. Yeah. Because. Like, but okay guys but you you would think at this point survival you would think he would know better than to pull the fucking thing out why would you pull it out because <laughs> he's emotionally <laughs> distraught he doesn't he's not thinking right now but yeah right you should probably leave it in um, for me i feel uh, it was like a good end piece i i, I definitely agree with what you're saying marcel like i feel like they could have fleshed it out more but at the same time it's like oh shit we're hightailing it we're we got ground to cover that's that's basically how i it's like we got to get to the third act of the game in two episodes exactly yeah and the whole you know it was like cool seeing the monkeys and stuff and they didn't even go i thought they were maybe going to go find the building you know more of the building stuff and maybe even look at like voice recordings like no they just found a note that they're gone like they're moving fast and then when he choked out the guy, though, I was like, "Oh shit!" Just like in the game, you could strangle him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was. I was just like, "He's like, oh, uh, in the game though, you fall on that rebar, right?" And I forgot about that when I played. Oh I yeah, like, oh, fuck, that's super intense. And uh, you, you know, you go as as all you shoot down people and, and trying to protect Ellie. But for this, it's like, oh shit, we're just gonna go. I'm bleeding out, and then he falls over. I was like, oh shit, that was. They're really moved. They just. Let's cram ev- all the action that you pop, you know, wanted in like literally like three minutes of the episode. Which mm-hmm. I thought was an interesting take, but um, and then we we kind of get a preview of what happens next. But I, I'm surprised where we're going actually. Um, but I feel like they could have done more, but it's it's I mean, substance wise, it's not a lot though. I think that's why. I mean, that's how I felt. It's like. We're going to get a lot more substance in the next episode, and especially with David, which is the next section, right? Which I thought mm-hmm. we were going to, I was like, oh shit, we just did that. Are we going to see that? But I think they're probably going to tease us with that soon. So, because that was, holy shit, that whole, that whole section. Oh, but it gets wild, bro. It gets wild. Yeah. Just, whoo. <laughs> but, um, do you think, do you think at the beginning of the next episode, we're going to get the rabbit scene? <laughs> no. Um, so, from what the preview showed, we're we're going all into the left behind. Um, oh, that's right. Next exp- episode is left expansion. Behind. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we're so we're we're getting we're getting into a little bit of um, Ellie's past a little bit, um, which mm-hmm. gets covered in the little expansion story uh, for part one, which will be interesting because um, I actually recently just played that uh, last weekend. 
so that 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 little piece is fresh in my mind so i'm going to be interested when um you know as as the next episode comes out tomorrow as of this recording you know it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of like uh, adapt that into this episode um but yeah as far as far as like that ending i personally don't have a problem with it because like like you said marcel it was it's like the university was more of an action piece than it was a big story um i i did see a few like a, a portion of people online um uh, kind of um nitpicking of like oh they just go in and look at a look at a map and it's like oh they moved they moved here <laughs> it's like we need to go this way and it's like yeah but i mean you know whatever moves the plot forward you know and it's like the university is it it kicks off a big arc of the story but it's not like the biggest part of the story like the university itself isn't like a big part of the story Mm-hmm. it's more of a plot device so it's like i i was fine if they wanted to like push through it real quickly and we just got a big huge clicker episode last episode so i was like eh, it was, you know i wasn't i wasn't too bummed out that there wasn't a lot of action in this um i i was it, i was a surprise not a surprise but i thought it was it was handled pretty well how Joel gets in, like, incapacitated because come on, like it, in a show where, you know, they have Joel's hand still being all fucked up from like five episodes ago. Uh, you know, I, I could not, I could not picture like Joel in this falling from a second story landing, falling on some rebar <laughs> and yeah. being okay. <laughs> Or like okay enough to recover from, so yeah, you know, a broken neck, broken spine. <laughs> it's like what is he? Can't lift a gun. It's like this Joel ain't Batman. He can't recover yeah. from a broken back. Yeah, he, he doesn't have best scar. You know, fuck. <laughs> His best scar is at the cleaners. All right, shit. Um, but yeah, that was episode six. We only have what two or three two or three episodes it's nine episodes nine total episodes? right so i think it's three more three more episodes so we we are gonna be oh we're gonna be getting in some heavy shit um mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't imagine how people that are watching this that don't know what the game is to <laughs> just see joel just lying there in the sand or not the sand in the snow right. like bleeding out it's like I can't imagine like the mental process that they're going to be going through, especially since um, since the next episode is left behind. So like we're going to be getting an episode without Joel, yep. at least uh, John Snow dead. <laughs> <laughs> but we we are gonna we we are gonna be getting into the end game for this season, oh, and it, it no. shit is just gonna ramp up. Especially like you said, Joel, but we're we're getting into David soon. And that's gonna be a fucking yeah. ride. I I wonder if they'll like kind of accelerate it to get because that I you know I keep saying it. The ending is what fucking blew my mind the first time watching you play it, and I'm just wondering how much you're gonna expand upon that. Like, is that gonna be? I'm just so curious, like what people who've never played the game think too, like mm-hmm. and, and what they'll change if anything. But yeah, and and David, who. 
I forgot all about that when I did that. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then everything, like the last half hour of that, I was like, oh my God. So, I would, oh man. I would really like to see the run times because I I can't imagine if they want to, like an hour long. If they want to get all of that David stuff in one episode, it has to be over an hour. Because I think I think they said that the last episode is going to be the shortest episode of the season. Yeah, it is. Yeah, silly. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they really have to, you know, hustle in the next two episodes to get um, what they want. Maybe who knows? Maybe they'll start the David stuff uh, in episode seven, and then they leave all of the action stuff for episode eight. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. Could be back and forth too, where as Ellie's doing stuff, she reflects on what happened in Left Behind. Maybe but, that, that's but, what I'm thinking. Not 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 to spoil Left Behind, but that's kind of how it how it works. You get you go back and forth between present and the past in Left Behind. So we'll be getting we'll be getting that for sure. Just how they sequence that up in the show, I don't know. They could they could change some things, um, but. Um, <laughs> To go back to that question, Marcelo, um, I I fully expect to get updated memes of the the rabbit. I know that's, uh, that's what I'm waiting for, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen in live action. Yeah, it has to happen. Oh, I can't wait. They, I hope the internet doesn't let us down for for that. That'll that'll be great. Um, all right. Uh, so that's episode six. Episode mm-hmm. seven is going to be coming. Um, any anything we didn't touch on that you guys want to bring up real quick before we wrap it up? I mean, it's been like I said, they've done a really good job with this show. I, you know, oh, yeah. I yeah, it's hard to. There's really not a lot of negatives, you know. Whatever, whatever negatives there are, it's just kind of kind of. I feel like you're just kind of at that point, just kind of nitpicking, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm happy. Yeah. All right, Joel. Same. Uh, just this. The show is going to be one of those. It's almost like Game of Thrones. It's gonna. It's gonna be such a huge moment in time. It's very impactful, and then we'll see where they go with it too, right? Because as we know, as big video game nerds we are, video game adaptations don't always do so hot. But this has been the ultimate exception so far, and. With part one, I mean, we'll see how they end it, right? Um, right. Part two, like I, I barely know about part two, so I'm very curious how they're going to go with that, and possibly beyond if they do, right? So, uh, it's been a damn good ride. Just, I don't want it to end <laughs> so far. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm, I'm. This is like one of the shows I, I look forward to, and when it's ends, it's like, well, what the fuck do I do now? But <laughs> you know, it, it's, I, it's phenomenal. Well, I mean, let's just put it this way. At, at least we will be getting Mando soon to kind of fill in that, that Pedro Pascal gap <laughs> in our viewing. Yeah, right. But I agree. Like once this once the season ends, it's gonna be really rough to have to wait for uh season two to come out. Um, but of course, we'll have to wait for the next episode of the show. So uh, we're going to be uh, wrapping it up here. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us, uh, chatting, uh, you know, having a good time. And of course, uh, make sure you guys, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, 
leave a like, leave a comment down below thinking, uh, telling us what you thought about episodes five and six, things you liked, things you didn't like, things you wish they would, they would do. If you're listening to this on podcast services, if you can rate this podcast, please do so. Help us out. Try to get United We Nerd farther and farther out into the nerd world so we can have a lot more cool nerdy friends to hang out with and chat with. And of course, everybody here watching this live on twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Uh, we will definitely be back later in the week to review episode seven and beyond. But of course, before we go, uh, Joel, where can people find you? Uh, add Mech Munstermine on Spotify and TikTok Acoustic Avenger on Twitter. The one it's replacing the I. Where can we find you, Marcelo? Just on Twitter at M90Plays. And of course, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Brian underscore Saber, as well as on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber as well. All right. This has been another episode of United We Nerd Reviews, The Last of Us. We appreciate, uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. But until next time, keep on nerding.